Welcome back to the TSR Hockey Warm-Up Show. Merrimack Coast, University of Vermont. Tonight it's the first of two games this weekend between these two teams. And joining us is Vermont head coach Kevin Sneddon. And first of all, Kevin, we know you guys are doing some work up there, some rink renovations to Gutterson Fieldhouse and so on. And how's that going? Uh, it's, it's a slow process. But as you guys know, you've done several phases of renovations here at Merrimack College and I'm sure there's more to come you know moving everybody everybody up to Division One but it's uh, when, you, when you take apart a, a building that was constructed in the 60s there's there's a lot of delays and things like that but we're seeing an awful lot of progress on a daily basis now and uh, the, the whole place is kind of we call it in vibration mode right now because you'll be sitting at your desk and you can just you can just start feeling the uh, the construction uh, going on. So it's uh, it's it's a certainly a positive sign for us, and we just have to have to bear with the you know the temporary solutions for for the next couple of seasons. Well, how does it affect you guys? And, and uh, for fans that have been up there at the Gutterson Fieldhouse, you know, what would they see if they walked in there? Since Merrimack's not going to make a trip up there this year. Yeah, so it's um, you know right where you guys would go up to the press box from that back row uh, is just a wall now. So the, that side of the building is gone. Uh, we had to take out some. We lost some seating because we had to have people be able to access their seats from down below and up behind our bench. So we lost about three rows of seating, at least three rows of seating. There's a lot of temporary walkways and and uh, different things like that. But yeah, for the most part, the fans aren't affected. The playing surface certainly isn't affected. It's uh, it's everything kind of around our operation down below that's that's impacted the most. Uh, but again, you know, temporary, temporary, uh, you know, short-term pain for long-term gain, as they say, right? Uh, but we're excited about it. It, it gets us uh, up to speed, you know, with the other hockey schools. I think once we once we finally finish this project. Yeah, I know we talked about it before, but maybe you can give us a quick overview again for folks that haven't heard it before. Or, you know, what will the finished product look like? Well, you know, state of the art down below. You know, I think it's. Um, We'll have what they call a spine joining uh, uh, basketball and hockey together with uh, the top floor being uh, uh, an unbelievable donor area uh, that will overlook hockey and, and basketball. It'll have some, some box seating, uh, things like that. That'll probably be the biggest, the biggest thing, new concession stands, restrooms, things like that the fans desperately need. You know, state-of-the-art video scoreboard at center ice, um, you know, new seats, things like that. So it'll it'll look you know transformational. And then below for us as a as a you know the the student athletes and, and coaches will have a, a theater. Uh, we'll finally get a lounge for the players we don't have right now. Um, you know, we double everything in size in terms of our locker room and things like that. So it's um, it, it's going to be a really nice project when it's all said and done. It's got to be pretty disruptive for the players this year. How are they dealing with it? They've been excellent. Uh, we have a great group of seniors, a great group of captains, our leadership group. I think they set the tone. We set the tone as coaches that there's no excuses. You know, I mean, we have everything we need. It's just inconvenience that time. You know, uh, it's pretty loud during practices. You know, they, they stop construction for games, but there are times when I'm at the board and I want to, I want to go over something and I have to wait for a little while. And yeah, it's just all about adapting and, and again making the best out of a short-term uh, issue. It's it hasn't been that big of a deal. Certainly not the reason why we're not winning hockey games right now. Yeah, I mean they're hockey players, right? They just want to get yeah. out on the ice, and the ice isn't affected, so they're happy. Yeah, as long as they have you know good equipment, they're fed well. Well, and they, you know, they have their, their sticks that they like, and, and and that kind of stuff. And and again, like when we talk about a temporary locker room, uh, you know, the construction company did a good job of giving us a home that uh, is certainly um, 
you know, the alternative was to be in the visiting locker room, and then the visitors would have had to be in trailers outside, and that, that didn't fly. So um, I think it's the best solution to, to uh, as I said, a temporary, a temporary problem. So um, it's not that bad at all. <laughs> well, we see you guys pretty late in the season here. It is on three-quarters of the way uh, or, or so through the season. Uh, tell us about how things have gone so far. Yeah, I, I miss the old scheduling, to be honest with yeah. you, you know, where you play a team maybe the first half and then you see them again the second half and in uh, three games, you know, home get some home action and then some visiting uh, visiting team action. I, I miss those days, you know, because you sometimes you don't see teams until the very last month of the season. But uh, we've had our struggles. You know, I did not like the way we played in the first half. Um, I think the team was just down, lack of confidence, but it, it, it just we just didn't click at all. And, and since break, we've uh, unfortunately just found ways to lose games. We, we were up against Yale with a minute to go. We uh, They tie it and win it in overtime. We were up five minutes to go against Dartmouth. They come back to tie it. Uh, we won our tournament, which was big. And then uh, last weekend, we probably played our best hockey of the year Saturday night against UMass and unfortunately fell 3-1. to one. But uh, I thought that it was just a, a great example of, of what we can accomplish against a very good team. And a lot of positives from that weekend that we continue to harp on, and hopefully we see it again uh, this weekend. Yeah, this should be interesting. I mean, you got a couple of teams here that I think are trying to find, you know, those guys that might be able to score goals for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, wh what's that been like for you guys? It's been a struggle, guys. Like, it's uh, there's no hiding it. You know, since break, we've had nine breakaways, and we haven't scored on one. And one of them was a penalty shot uh, in the UMass game that I referenced on yeah. Saturday night. And we just, we just, uh, not only are we missing it, but the pucks are we're just finding ways to stay out. You know, it's a game of inches. I think we hit... In the second period against UMass, we hit three pipes. You know, great deflections that just, you know, found a way to not go in. And that, that uh, you, you got to make your own luck. But sometimes it's, you got to shake your head and say the hockey gods got to come around, come around on our side at some point here. And we're just trying to stay positive with the guys. The kids have been uh, outstanding. Their work ethic is phenomenal. And. You know they're good people, which is fun to coach. You know, and and um, you know we'll just leave it all out there and see where see where it all goes at the end of the year. Yeah, I was just wondering. I mean, when you're in that kind of situation, what do you do? I guess to try to I don't know maybe change things up and, and maybe give guys uh, some kind of a spark or some just do something different to try to yeah, see what you can do to spark. Our them. big message is just play like you have nothing to lose, right? Like you're, you're you're you can't you can't go backwards. So you're trying to claw and scratch to climb up the standings. Just play like you know play like you have nothing to lose. Play loose. Play relaxed, but intense. And not, you know, first half we were just so tight. We weren't scoring. We weren't, you know, we were playing well, but then we'd give up an easy one against. And, it, you know, you see the body language. Um, never a quit mentality, but just you could see the lack. You visibly could see a lack of confidence. And right now it's just go leave, leave it all out there and see what happens. And sometimes when a team plays loose like that and takes chances, plays on their toes, that's when you see their best hockey. And, and that's what we saw last Saturday. So hopefully, hopefully a... A light will go off here soon, and then we can play some really good hockey down the stretch. Well, Kevin, uh, one area that seems to be coming around a little bit is the power play, particularly on the on the road. You've scored in, I think, four straight games on the road on the power play. Do you feel there's some progress in that area? Yeah, I mean, we've we've had a ton of, uh, you know, statistics are tough. Your power play can, can be absolutely awful, and yet you can score a goal, right? And then your power play can look fantastic, give your team momentum, great shots. You know, great puck possession in zone, uh, great movement, great sh shot selection, but you might not score. So um, first half, I would say we um, we weren't creating anything. This second half, we really have. And I think we found the right players. Uh, we've had some injuries here and there that uh, we've had to adjust recently, and, and that's always uh, we probably have our 
one, two of our better power play guys out tonight. So um, that'll be a challenge for our guys, but uh, they've done some good things. One guy who's playing well for you, Ace Cowan from nearby Beverly yeah, Mass. Yeah. Uh, tell us about him. He's been great. You know, it's been our top line. Uh, I challenged both uh, both Ace and Vlad Joshvili to uh, to really pick things up and kind of carry their line. You know, and, and they've been excellent ever since we had that meeting. We added a freshman on their left wing, and that's probably been our top line, most consistent offensive threats uh, that are on our power play. And, and Ace has been a big spark plug for that. You know, he takes a lot of pride and work ethic and playing hard despite his you know somewhat small stature he plays with a big heart and uh he's got enough skill to really really take advantage of of turnovers and things like that so i think he's got a few fans coming tonight yeah i was gonna say i'm sure he'll have some folks in the building tonight so that that ought to make for a pretty fun atmosphere uh, what'll be important for your team tonight to come out of here with two points get off uh, to a good start you know not sit back uh and, and ease our way into the weekend series you know it's uh play on our toes right from the start first 10 minutes is going to be important for us, uh, we got to play physical. We know in this building, uh, Scotty's teams play, play always play very, very hard, uh, especially in this building where there's not a lot of time and space. So um, that'll be our message: is get the shoulder pads dirty early and uh, get into the game, and don't sit back and kind of wait. You know, be the be the hammer, not the nail. Well, should be a good one. Looking forward to another good one tomorrow night, Kevin. Thanks as always. Best of luck tonight, and hopefully we get a chance to chat tomorrow as well. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. That's Kevin Snedden, head coach of the Vermont Catamounts. John Leahy will be back with his interview with Merrimack head coach Scott Bork right here on the TSR Hockey Warm-Up Show. This is Warrior Hockey.